Christian Warrior Women, the number one spot for women desiring the real, raw truth. How to live in confidence without doubt. The battle for your identity, faith, and courage in relationships, health, and wealth with God is real. Here is Lisa Hawkins, author, coach, and minister. Well, welcome to Christian Warrior Woman. And this is Lisa, and it is my pleasure and glad that you have joined me today for a discussion and to talk about whether it's the word, talk about life, talk about life as a woman, whether working or stay at home or single mom or working mom, you'll find that the subjects, no matter where you are and what season you're in, the Lord has a word for you. And so today I am excited to talk about you. So if you've got your journal, you've got your Bible, and you've got your quiet time to yourself. The subject today is how to celebrate yourself. We spend, as women, we spend so much time taking care of other people and running errands and checking boxes and working and cooking and cleaning that we struggle with finding time for ourselves, but also taking time to actually Thank God for who he made, how he made us, what our qualities are, what are the things we're great at? Do we ever stop to say, thank you, God, because you showed me how to overcome this obstacle? So today, I want you to have your pen and your journal ready, and I'm going to ask a couple of questions. And I want you to answer this for yourself with the idea of, using this time to celebrate who you are. In the world today and in life in general, when we look, whether it's social media or magazines, we so often look for ourselves in other people or we're trying to make ourselves other people. If you're Caucasian, maybe you're trying to get the blonde hair and the the right highlights and the right contacts. And you could be that in any nationality. You could be African-American and want blonde hair because blonde hair is in. Or maybe you want to be a redhead because redhead's in. Or maybe you want to be lighter or darker. We spend so much time as women trying to be everything outside of ourselves. And when people come to engage with us, They're not sure who we are because then we put on our fake self. We put on our mask, the perfect face, the perfect house, the perfect children, the perfect lifestyle, perfect job. And in real life, everything is half of the stuff is the opposite. So why do we do this? We want people to be impressed. We don't want people to know that we struggle the same way they do. Well, that's no fun because you don't get to learn from other people. And when you're not honest and transparent, you really lack identity and you really lack who God made you to be. He made you to be beautiful. Doesn't matter if you're too tall or too short or or too um, athletic or not athletic or too girly or too pink, whatever the category may be. I want you to sit and celebrate who you are, what you've been through, what you've learned, and how you can take those learnings 
to benefit not only your life, but in other people. You know, one of the key things, what does the Lord teach us to love, to love the Lord with all our heart, but to love one another. And how might we show love to one another than being real, being raw, being authentic, being transparent and allowing people to see that as believers, we don't need the I'm good in Jesus line as believers that we struggle every day with one thing or another. Could be in marriage, could be in finances, could be in education, could be on the job, could be in health, could be in our mindset, could be addictions, could be wayward children, could be a number of things. But being honest about, I am pressing into God to be debt free. I am pressing into God to purchase a house. I am just pressing in to make ends meet each month could be what you're saying today. But what have you learned about yourself? Many of you would probably not consider yourself disciplined, but you have learned a discipline. And what I want you today is to identify some things from these questions. And I want you to thank God in this moment. I want you to thank God. And believe it or not, even in your trials, and maybe you're in a struggle right now, I want you to praise God and thank God that he has given you the strength to be able to listen to this message and put it, allow it to enter your heart and allow it to enter your very being, that you're a great woman. You're a great woman that God created with great giftings, great talents, a great love. You've got passion. And sometimes our life circumstances makes us bury Some of the very things that make us unique, that make us special, that make us a woman who was fearless and powerful. What are we doing? We're pushing that away because we're like, if I was only this person, if I only married that guy, if I only was shaped like that, if only my eyes were that big, if only I had long lashes, if only my hair was longer, instead of saying, reel it in, reel it back the other way. Wow, I am grateful to God that I'm healthy and I'm strong and I'm smart. I'm industrious and I've gotten three promotions at my job. My children have struggled and now they're on the right track. What are the things that you can reel in? Because as you reel those in and give glory and honor to God and thankful to God, more good things will come your way. I promise you, you exalt, you elevate your praise to heaven and the heavens will shower down blessings on you. It's a simple formula enough. If I focus on all the things going wrong in my life, more things will go wrong in my life because where is my energy on the negative. How is my mouth being used? My mouth is being used to speak negative power. It's giving exaltation to the schemes that the enemy is doing in my life. And what I want to do and what I want you to do is to say, I am not going to speak what's not going, what's not working. I am going to give praise to what is working. And I don't care how low you may feel today, 
the fact that you're alive and that you have the ability to walk in a new direction, to choose another path, to speak a different word means that you have the power to change. Whether you're deep in debt or whether you're in a bad relationship, you can use your your faith through your mouth, through your behavior, through the choices you make to talk about how great you are and who God created you to be. Whether mommy, daddy, sister, or brother, maybe they never told you anything great about yourself, but I am here to tell you that God created a great woman in you. Whether you can see yourself yet or not, you're there. She's in there and it's time that you let her out. So what are some quick questions that I want you to answer in your journal today. And I want you to take your time. There's no rush because I'm going to give you the questions and I want you to sit, whether you meditate in your quiet space or you just give yourself some time to meditate on it and to ask even the Lord or maybe even ask other people, hey, there's nothing wrong with, you know, the thing that I want to encourage every woman And I'm going to be quite frank. I don't, this is something I don't understand. I worked in corporate America. I never once was ever worried that I wasn't being paid a fair wage. When I look and I see how low they state that the percentage of what a woman is making to a man's pay, I was, I'm I'm always like shocked at that number. Because I guess for me in the field that I worked in, I I always knew where I was in regards to my male peers. I knew whether it's the grading system or it was when someone, a recruiter came to recruit me. He was never recruiting me at what I was being paid at the current job. There was always I added an extra 15 or 20 percent to what I was currently making and would want a pay increase on top of that. I looked at it as if you're coming looking for me for a job, you're going to have to pay me. And and I already put in my 10 to 15 percent buffer. So it's very hard when I hear women aren't getting paid. And I'm like, we have to know how to ask for what we need, what we want, what we desire. But it first starts with what you think about yourself, what you think your worth is, what you think your value and qualities are. You have to be high on yourself. And one of the challenges women have is talking about themselves and talking about what they're good at, whether in an interview, you know, somehow we've been raised with this, you know, be humble. Well, we certainly aren't humble in a whole lot of other areas. But when it comes to talking about what we're good at, there's nothing cocky about, you know, praising God for making you good in mathematics, that I am, that is my subject. I am great in mathematics. You should be able to say that. Maybe yours is science, or maybe you're a great writer. So if someone's looking for a writer, you should have no problem saying, wow, you know, I'm really good at writing. That's a talent and skill of mine. And say it very proudly and very boldly. You know, men don't have that issue. And it winds up benefiting them. So we can learn from them 
in the area of there's a difference between being assertive, being confident, and being boastful or conceited. There's very different um, words that are used. So I want you to practice thinking highly of yourself, carrying yourself highly, so that others will see that and you will start noticing that your language can change. That you won't be the, oh, well, I'm not, I don't know if I'd be good enough. Yes, you are good enough. You are always good enough. You are God's daughter. And whatever opportunities are in front of you, stop dreaming about them and start speaking them into your existence. Say, yes, you know, so many of the positions I held, I would tell you that I had some peers said, wow, I would have never applied for that job because I would be worried I couldn't do it. Well, in my mind, well, I could learn it. Hey, if, if there's a human being in the job currently, they're just human. They had to learn it. So why can't I learn it? And as you read my book, Christian Warrior Woman, you know that I guess I'm going to give my father credit for reminding me very early in my age that there's no other person that is greater than me. And I believe that. And I learned to believe that in work, that if they can do it, I can do it. Because I have the same brain, same capabilities that they do. Now, some people have better advantages, whether we call that money or whatever. But I have been blessed that I have managed people. I have worked with people who have been the smartest and brightest um, from a world standpoint. And I felt very confident that I held my own that I never felt intimidated. If anything, when I was looking to be more impressed by them, I was less impressed. So you should feel the same way. There is nothing that if you put your mind to and you learn and you focus and you build your knowledge base to achieve it, that you can accomplish. But it starts with how we think, how we speak about ourselves. And sometimes what we allow other people to say about us as well. You always have to correct people when they're not speaking truth about you. Whether negative, you just cut them short. Uh, uh, No, don't say what I can't do because I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Okay, so I think I got you straight. So let's get to the questions. First one, I want you to start, let's start soft. If someone were to ask you, what are the top three characteristics? What would you name about yourself? What are the three characteristics? And if you need to look up what a characteristic is, then you can look that up. List what you believe your three top characteristics are. Not as a mom, not as a whatever job you do, but as a person. No matter what job someone puts you in, these three characteristics will always be the same. Okay? Question, that's your first question. Second, what are the things you love to do? Doesn't matter. There's no judgment here. What are the things you love to do? You could put cleaning Maybe cleaning relaxes you, whatever that is. What do you love to do? 
If you pick something like travel, then pick where. Or maybe it's something you have, it's a place you haven't been to. But what do you love? What are the things you love to do? Not things you dream of doing. What are the things you love to do? That means you've done it before. Okay. What are the things you love to do? The next one. What are you great at? What are the things that you are great at? What is it would you say that you are great at? And it could be as as I'm I'm a great best friend. <coughs> Excuse me. Whatever it is, I want you to name three things that you are great at. God created you. And I don't want to hear you don't have any talents, you don't have any skills. That's a lie from hell. What are three things you are great at? You could be a great cook. I don't know what that is, but you're great. You've you've got three things you're great at. The next thing, what have you learned about yourself in your 20s and your 30s? What did you learn about yourself? In your 20s and your 30s. And if you're only 30, then you'll say, what did I, what have I learned about myself thus far in my 20s? Okay. If you're in your 70s, you can use, what did you learn about yourself in the first half of your life? Well, you could say your 30s and 40s. So pick an early 20-year segment, 20s and 30s, 20s to 40s. So what I'm going to have you do is you're going to pick three things. What have you learned about yourself in those years? The next one, what have you learned about life? In the last possible 10 to 20 years. And that's saying, what did you learn about? What have you learned about life thus far? Three things. The next question. Is what, where do you want to be? In five years, where do you want to be in five years? And if you're older, you don't get off with saying heaven, (laughs) saying, I hope to be in heaven. Because until we take our very last breath, the Lord has a plan for us. So where do you want to be in five years? The next one, what are the obstacles that are in your way 
that are hindering you from what you want in five years? What are the obstacles hindering you? And the last question, based on what you've learned about yourself and life, how can you ensure you accomplish what you want in five years? Based on what you've learned about yourself in those three um, items you listed and about life, How can you, another way to say it, how can you turn those obstacles into your options for what you want in five years? We can sometimes make what we desire complicated, but it comes down to a simple plan. And so I hope you take these questions And you answer them for yourself honestly. Don't answer based on what other people, how other people would want you to answer, what other people want you to do with your life, but what you want. And don't put a value on it. Don't say, oh, I just want a lot of money. That's simple and easy. Believe it or not. But put what is it? What is it about? What is it in that money that you want? Why would you? Money's too general, right? I want to have money. Okay, what does that mean? What does that look like? Because that truly can't be the only thing. Where do you want to be in five years? Maybe you want to be secure, but secure in what? Home paid for, secure in debt. But when you just use money, that's like, That's not a plan. Yes, you can work double jobs, you can work triple jobs, and blah, blah, blah. But come up with something that's specific and that you can look at versus something so general as, oh, I want money, I want six, I want to be successful. Well, what does successful look like? When you say, I want to have money, what does that mean? Does that mean you want to be debt free? Does that mean you want to pay for a house in cash? What does that look like? Okay, that's the only thing that I would add with when you start just putting big things in, because guess what? You've already said that. And so it's easy to just say big things and look at it as a dream. But when you drill down to what are those things, now you have something you can work toward. So what's the first step to getting to what you want to do? Five years isn't a long time. So what is it that you want to get in five years? Because then when you start really walking out your plan for five, then you can think long term. The goal in life is to do what? Is to build a plan for not only your family, but in your children and their family. And to allow your children to see as an example, my parents had a plan or my mom had a plan and her plan worked. So when I'm now an adult, I need to have a plan. And then they're open to get advice from you and to guess what? Start a generational blessing of living a life with a plan.
And then when you look at what you've written, I want you to pray. I want you to take it into your prayer room. I want you to put your goal for five years in your war room. And I want you to ask the Lord how those obstacles can be removed, reduced, or maybe a shortened time period. Maybe you filed bankruptcy and you think that owning a house or things are out of your grasp. There are options and allow the Lord to share with you how to get yourself back on the right track. Maybe it's a promotion at the job. Maybe you could triple your income in five years. The Lord allowed me to do that in less than five years. So I know he can do it for you. So don't put anything, don't judge anything you write. Don't put something in down and say, oh, that's too much for me accomplished. I was a single mom with three children when the Lord allowed me, due to my corporate life, to buy a house that was a million dollars. As a child or whatever, coming up in a single family household, of course you walk around and say, I'm going to be a millionaire one day. Or I'm going to, I didn't have a million in cash. Let me make sure I'm making that clear. But I also probably never really believed I would have a house that was a million dollars. But that was God. And I still believe he allowed that to happen, knowing that I would be speaking to women such as you and women, whether in in another country in South Africa, so that I could encourage and tell you it's not based on how you were raised. It is based on how high you raise your faith. So I pray today that you begin again with renewing your mind and releasing a plan and believing in your plan, praying over your plan and walking in your plan so that you can receive God's giftings and talents and blessings that he has for you in the next five years. So let's start walking, talking and living in our words, and in our behavior. In Jesus' name, amen.